I'm Jessica, and this is Homecoming, finding yourself in life's little moments. So, dear listener, it's around noon on a cloudy Saturday morning, and it's a little bit unusual for it to be so overcast. There's quite a lot of sun here in this climate, and it's one of the things that I love about living here. I love the sun, and I think pretty much everyone here does too. It's amazing because when it's cloudy, you see markedly fewer people out and about, and as soon as the sun comes out, it's almost like flowers. Everybody just emerges and enjoys the sun and comes to the beach almost spontaneously, immediately once the sun is shining. So I'm sitting on one of my favorite sandstone rocks overlooking the ocean, so you'll probably hear the waves crashing below. The sea is a steely blue-gray, reflecting the clouds above, and there are a few little boats dotting the expanse of ocean, which is beautiful to look at, very contemplative and very relaxing. So as I was preparing to make this podcast, I just found myself laughing and delighting in what you'll hear to be the subject matter, and the subject matter is children. So I have to start by saying that I am truly lucky to live in a place now where there are hundreds of children, and because people can spend so much time outside, the children are always out. I'm always seeing children playing and delighting in the water, delighting in the ocean, you know, in the sand, on the playgrounds. So this has really become a big part of my life, in addition to the little school that I have of music where children come and study the keyboard. So I have to say that as I'm reflecting on this, that if we think about our human life, right, let's say our span of human life is from zero to a hundred plus. Let's say that's the expanse of human life as it stands now, the spectrum of of years and ages. When one has the opportunity, as I'm realizing, to experience and observe children who are at the very beginning of life, I have the opportunity to spend time with people who are in the at the other end of that spectrum in their 80s and 90s and even early hundreds. And so those are experiences that I'm going to share in future podcasts about the older people that I spend time with through my performances in assisted living residences and all of that. But in this podcast, I'm going to focus on children. And I have to say now that having the opportunity to observe so many children is enriching my life in a way that I could not have imagined before. So I'm going to be sharing some vignettes, some observations, some funny moments and wonderful moments that I've had the chance to experience recently. And I'm realizing too that when I was talking about that spectrum of human existence, that having the opportunity to spend time with human beings who are at the beginning of their life, the children, and human beings who are towards the ends of their lives, is enriching. It's almost as if there's this breadth, there's a kind of bandwidth, expansive bandwidth of humanity and of human experience that is nourishing in a way that is so beautiful. If, if I only had the chance to experience and be with people who were my age 
40s, 50s, even 60s, just in that middle ground, 30s even, I would be missing out on something really, really incredible. That's what I'm realizing now is that expansive bandwidth of human experience, of human life from, say, zero up through 100 and beyond is nourishing and enriching in the most profound ways. So here I'll be sharing, as I said, observations and experiences of people who are at the beginning of their life. So I have to say, to begin with, that when I moved here a year and a half ago to Australia, I got off the plane and then I got off a boat, a ferry, and then I got and then I stepped foot into the community in which I'm now living. And one of the very first things that I saw as I walked down the street in my new community was a little girl who was perhaps two and a half. I don't think she was older than that. On one of those little scooters with a helmet on and she was darting like nobody's business down the pedestrian mall where everybody walks. She was going as fast as she possibly could, pushing her scooter with her little foot, you know, back and back and back and forth and back and forth. And she was going like mad. And I saw her dad trying to catch up with her and I said to him, I was just marveling at her, and I said, I said to him as I passed him, I said, she's fearless. And with a wonderful combination of awe and delight and fatherly concern, which was natural, he said to me, it's a worry. <laughs> he was obviously delighting in it too with those words. It was more than just the concern, although that was there too. So that was one of my first experiences of of children here was that little girl two and a half years old going as fast as she could on her little scooter her helmet strapped tight under her chin and just moving 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 as fast as she possibly could and one of the other things that I have experienced here was this past Christmas, and this is just to impress upon you how many kids are in this neighborhood, is, is every Christmas there's an outdoor choral Christmas concert, and it takes place in the local athletic field, which is vast, expansive grass like a football field here in town. There are kind of bleachers, and on those bleachers the children's choruses perform and all the families and the children come to hear choruses of children perform Christmas carols. The athletic field is filled with families and with children, hundreds and hundreds of people. And I looked out, I went to this event because some of my students were singing in those choruses, and I went to the event for the first time this past Christmas, and it was just awe-inspiring. That entire athletic field, which is like the size of a football field, an American football field, was filled with children. It was filled with playing, frolicking, fun-seeking, joyful children. And I had never in my life seen so many children in one place. It was just incredible. And as I walked through the crowds, be walking through children playing and calling to each other and dancing and laughing and singing. And and then Santa came and that was a wonderful big occasion in this event. So that was another thing was just that it just demonstrated to me the numbers of children who live in this community. So... One of the other vignettes that I want to share with you is really wonderful because living near the sea, 
quite a lot of these kids, when they're young, learn to swim, they learn to paddle out into the ocean, they're taught swimming skills, they're taught surfing skills, they have boards that they go out on. And one of the young kids that I know, about eight years old, he's a really good little surfer. And I delight in watching him surf. So he's surfing out there a lot. And I'll always remember coming out to the ocean early one morning, and it was before school started. School starts here after nine o'clock. 9.15 is when school begins. So actually, the kids have this time before school begins where sometimes they'll just be out playing prior to the beginning of school and I just think how wonderful that is that they have that time you know that they don't have to suddenly show up in a classroom first thing in the morning 7 15 7 30 8 15 you know 8 o'clock they actually have this time that is freer early on in the uh, in the day so anyway this kid who loves surfing he was out that morning that I was out and I stood by overlooking that particular spot watching him surf and the waves were fairly large they were taller than he was and he's a pretty good surfer to be out there in that that's just to say and I'll just always remember watching him where he got on that surfboard, he started moving on that wave, managed to get up on his surfboard, and he was victorious. It was like he sort of struck this pose, like cowabunga, you know, it reminded me of Snoopy, you know, the Peanuts cartoon. It reminded me of Snoopy as the Red Baron. He could have had his goggles on and his scarf, and he was just going for it, riding that wave. This is an eight-year-old before school. That was his experience. And on another occasion, I was watching him and he was surfing and the waves were, again, fairly sizable. And he ended up falling off his surfboard. His surfboard sort of flies up into the air and he flies up into the air as he catapulted off his surfboard. And he was probably a good eight feet off the ground. I mean, I was really a little bit concerned. And he landed in the water, his surfboard landed in the water. There was a sense that he had done something. You know, in surfing, wiping out is not necessarily considered a failure. It's actually like, oh my gosh, there you are on the power of those waves. And there he was, again, before even school started, before he had to do any studying, had to do anything, he was out there on the power of those waves and even wiping out and being catapulted up all that distance and then landing. And I just thought, oh my gosh, this kid has just had this incredible experience. I mean, he was fine. He wasn't hurt. You know, nothing bad happened, which was, of course, great and important. But I just thought, Oh my gosh, this kid just soared into the air and had this experience of being literally airborne at least eight feet up before he had to go to school. (laughs) I just thought, how incredible is that? These The experiences that this kid is having himself out there by himself on the power of the ocean on the rolling power of the waves and just him and his surfboard having these experiences I'll always remember him striking that pose like cowabunga you know he was victorious when he had succeeded in riding the wave in that moment that I just described and these images will always be with me I mean these are like indelible images in my memory
And you know, when kids are appreciated, when you appreciate children, a child, they're like flowers that blossom. They delight in it. They thrive on that appreciation. They thrive on your delight. And similarly, you're nourished by that child and by the delight they feel and by their natural delight in life. It's like this extraordinarily beautiful thing. So that is why at the beginning I was saying that when we can really experience the totality of the bandwidth of human life, and this includes children's lives, then we are truly, truly nourished. It's like nothing else. So here I just feel unbelievably lucky, as I said, for there to be so many children, like they're just part of this place. And the feeling of my life and my world and my own joy is enhanced immeasurably by being able to observe them and see them and appreciate them and delight in their own experiences of life. And it is like this kind of beautiful mutual nourishment and it helps everyone. The lives the children lead and the experiences they have help everyone. So the last thing that I want to share with you is the fact that this is part of my life through the music teaching that I do with the children that come to me. And I'm just awestruck sometimes with what comes out of kids, the creativity, the originality, their own sense of musicality and of their love of life and of music. So, dear listener, to end this podcast, I'm going to include an audio recording of one of my young students named Leo. He's just six years old and he plays the piano and he also loves surfing with his dad and he loves skateboarding and riding on his scooter. So he's going to play Beethoven's classic and beloved melody, Ode to Joy. And Ode to Joy is about heaven on earth. So I think this is the perfect melody and the perfect theme to end this podcast with. Leo is going to play and sing as he plays Ode to Joy. So thank you for listening and my very, very best wishes always. And I'll talk to you very soon. Bye for now. Bye. Mm -hmm.